0: This person has made a big impact on our life.
1: Have really learned a lot from her. All right, somebody get me out of here. <laughs> no, we've had our own little counseling
0: in this whole thing. This has been quite the counseling session. <laughs> I hope you've learned a lot.
1: We've definitely benefited <laughs> from this. You see we it. did you see that? Yeah, right. and I just said we love, love or work. How do we sound? Are we ready? Are we recording? Oh, this is going to be a good one. Are we oh, ready? We're recording? Yeah.
0: <sighs> okay. We good? We ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Work Podcast. This is Jeff. And I'm Andre. I should have said welcome to the final Work Podcast.
1: This is the end.
0: This is it. I'm a little sad. Yeah?
1: Yeah, I might cry. Oh. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Um, a little tears maybe, but I also feel good about it.
0: Yeah. I decided this is Friday. I decided on Wednesday it's
1: time. To I know. End it. You really stressed me out with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like we kept pushing, you it, my and heart. pushing it. We still and I was like, had we still had recordings that we could have posted. Yeah. And I was done. like, you know. And you I just think it's time. Literally <laughs> cut it down and cut it off.
0: Well, we've been knowing this has come to an end for a few for a while yeah and when how do you end it like you just yeah. at some point you got to make the call
1: <laughs> you made the hard call and right I was there. like and we're
0: now. we're done and you were we <laughs> i was good gonna... we were in a hot tub and andre's like checking to see if something got updated on instagram like what are we doing we need to end this thing it's time <laughs> Okay, so we have, over the last couple of days, just processed, we've been processing this for a while, but this is the final one, so we got to say a bunch of opinions, we got to say what we need to say, we got to talk through it. We're going to leave it, it all out there today, Leave it guys. all that. So, this morning, on We started our way, with
1: shots. Just kidding.
0: Actually, we did. <laughs> Kayla... Kayla,
1: <laughs> who's she, our... Uh, we'll blame wh-
0: Kayla. She Kayla. said, you got to do what I make you do, and so she made us take a shot.
1: And now we're ready for the episode. You just woke right up <laughs> it was like that was the coffee i needed but
0: that's not what i was gonna say we're this morning this morning on our way in to our office yes we listened to our very first podcast
1: yes which so, is the first uh recording i've ever listened to
0: that's true i mean you've <laughs> reviewed some but like the like i never go back on apple Podcasts. you never listen to a single one
1: never yeah i never go back that, yeah, we would have had a lot weird more
0: listens if you'd have done that. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, so what, it, what? when listening back, what did you hear?
1: Well, I we kind of told us like why we were starting this, but I think the very end was the most significant. Yeah. In the end, we were talking about what we hope will be. And also, let's just say this was exactly six which, years ago. Which,
0: going back to what you said, Jeff, we're not having expectations. All you can say is what you hope. Okay.
1: Yeah. That wasn't in the podcast,
0: but I was like behind the scenes.
1: I know. Well, I was saying that in the podcast too, but I was wanting to grow and learn was the biggest thing and to enjoy the process. And to enjoy the process, I said all that. Um, but yeah, I think we did say like our hope is to learn like with all of you that have been listening with us yeah. and um and to learn from others that we interview and to encourage others to move towards love. Yeah. In whatever way that looks.
0: Yeah. And uh, and then we said, so we're committed. We're going to do 100 interviews. We're
1: right. And this when thing. we got to 100, you wouldn't let me quit. <laughs> I was ready to be done. I was like...
0: But there was mission
1: accomplished.
0: So we had this internal problem we were trying to solve for our own marriage, which is this tension of love and work. Is it possible to change the world, stay in love and raise a healthy family? That was the question we asked from day one. And we had a meeting about it literally six years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. The first date was what date that we had this meeting? April.
1: Oh okay yeah and then our first post ever on Instagram was May 26 2017. Yeah, so
0: it's been 6 full years. And we we released the podcast months later. Um but we had no idea what this would become at that time. No. At that time it was like Jeff is this just another one of your ideas?
1: Let me tell you what's happened. Oh yeah, you 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 know all the things. I and don't... people
0: listeners don't know this stuff and I we actually didn't know this stuff until I don't we were ever kind know of this looking stuff. at it the last few weeks. Um well we spent 8 weeks in the airstream. Okay. We didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs>
1: yeah, that happened.
0: We actually've done almost 200 interviews. We said we were going to do 100, we we really have done almost 200. There's 170 episodes we've put out, more than 170, and there's a bunch that we have not put out. haven't put out. Um we've had over 80,000 unique listeners from all over the world that Hopefully this is encouraged in some way. It's been downloaded hundreds of thousands of times. Um, we have over 50,000 video downloads. I found that out this morning. I didn't even... We only have a handful of videos. And uh,
1: Where are these videos? On YouTube. Oh.
0: Isn't okay. that crazy? Wow. We did a national research project where we uh, partnered with Barna Research. We, we interviewed all these people for the research project. First ever research project in this landscape we wrote a book together and we didn't kill each other wow we filmed a video series uh we've spoken at numerous events and been on all kinds of other podcasts we've re- we've hosted retreats we hosted date nights we hosted virtual date nights
1: oh yeah 2020
0: you know, we uh we hosted a live podcast that was at our other office you remember that one
1: oh my yeah okay
0: and and other events um we did a reading group. Uh, with like 10 couples. That was the pre-read, it's yeah. Pre-read before before the, the book came, came out. To get feedback. Posted workshops. We did photo shoots together, which is... Ridiculous. Anyway. With our Airstream. Um, that was cute. We went to therapy, both together and individually. We'll yes. talk more about that later.
1: That was the first time, right? First time. mm
0: mm-hmm. uh, We've had a whole bunch of couples that we've interviewed that haven't made it. They've broken up.
1: Oh, is this part of our statistics? This is part of it. <laughs> This is part of it. It's not all
0: success. Okay. okay. Some of those are success, honestly.
1: Yeah. A lot um, of people we've interviewed are still not, are not, are not together, together anymore. anymore. Yeah. And we
0: knew that at the beginning, which was kind of a, we talked about we that. We
1: talked about that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. We've had so many random couples ask us for advice, people on the internet, people we meet up with, with very personal things. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um. And then we've had a lot of couples that have not wanted to talk to us about their marriage. Because of us doing all this, honestly. There's like this oh, interesting, yeah. it's either the they're all in. going wrong. Yeah, yeah, they're all in and they want to talk to us or they don't want to talk to us at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, personally, we found new language to use together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've completely exhausted and talked at length about sex. Like You think we've exhausted
1: it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hope this is a lifelong learning process, uh, honey. I hope we're still learning.
0: Yeah, we definitely are. But I I didn't know we would go that far.
1: Poor Jeff. Embarrassed. I didn't
0: know we'd go all the way, honey. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: what she said. <laughs> uh,
0: We've made so many new friends. That's yeah. been interesting. Like, these interviews with people, we didn't know how how much we get to know people yeah along with that hearing so many love stories
1: yeah so yeah many love stories. and even our listeners meeting our listeners that we at our events or different date nights or things that we've never met it's yeah. crazy that's that, been really they know
0: everything about us yeah it's yeah. awkward
1: that's a little awkward but it's very fun to yeah. meet people that you can't see when we're talking people yeah like it's, it. it's actually really cool
0: We've personally struggled through anxiety and depression and changes in our beliefs. Um, We've grown a lot closer together. I actually believe that. Mm -hmm. We still are married. (laughs) Amazing.
1: There were some iffy times, folks.
0: And I think we found better rhythms for our lives, um, for individually and together and with our kids. And I think we love each other more today than... For sure, more than we did six years ago.
1: Yeah, for sure. So. So that's that's a lot. lot. We did a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot in six years. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, the big question is, why are we ending? Yeah. You know, that's what everybody keeps asking us. And, you know, I think that at some point, you want to move towards new curiosities. Hmm. You want to grow and learn in different ways. But also, you have to create Space for that. So it's almost like the opening or like the white space, like the blank space on the canvas to open that um, so that you can see new things in front of you. Um, And this takes a lot of time. So we needed to have a little bit more space. And then I think also we are moving forward in a new stage with parenting Mm -hmm. our kids right now. I mean, when we started this podcast, our youngest was five. And now when we, next year, we Both have of our kids two will be in middle, schoolers. middle school, yeah. yeah. And I think in just even the last six months, there has been so much thrown at our kids. I mean, yes, we can count all the way to 2020 if we wanted to, which for sure that adds to it too. But even in the last six months, I mean, we've had to deal with um, the shooting of a, Black boy in our daughter's class that mm-hmm. was a really good friend of hers. Uh, homophobia towards our children, history of trauma with birth parents, and all of this coming out. Um, just a lot of like hard things that we need to be present for, really. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think we also want to be that soft space for them to land and we want to be there when this world is really tough on them. And yeah, I think it's just a new space and a new age of parenting that we got to figure out.
0: Yeah. I mean, the last, when we started this, Jada was like six or seven and now so that was like the last five or six years. And now I we only have five or six more years with her before she graduates. Five more years till she graduates. So, mm-hmm. we want the next 5 years to be f- a different kind of focus with our kids. Um, mm-hmm. and honestly, we're we're creative beings. Like, we've we've talked a lot about this topic.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: we want to talk about other things. We want to learn about new things. We want to yeah. grow in new ways. So, for us to be able to do that, we had to create space for that. Yeah. And if you're wondering what's up their sleeve, we don't really have something up our sleeve. We but got nothing. Well, we do, we do but we don't. we don't. We couldn't be like, this is what we're doing, you know. No,
1: no, and it's just, yeah, room to follow the new curiosities.
0: All right, so thinking about over the last six years, we've had some really unique experiences. I wanted to highlight some of the things that, um, behind the scenes, some things that you may not have seen, but like for us, or we may have talked about it one time, but going back to kind of have memories about it. The first was just the whole Airstream experience, right?
1: Which is like death to you uh you did not enjoy there it. was moment
0: i mean there i don't know
1: there is moments of you like- are not a camper i'm <laughs> the it, i don't know it helped us
0: launch the whole thing and it was get an us adventure going. it was an adventure but there was some definite high moments and definitely low moments i mean the low moment was definitely when it, our broke truck down. broke down we were headed to disney With the kids, and we had to
1: completely disappoint them. And if you want to read that whole story, it's in our book. book, Yeah. Also, um, you made me um, do fireworks for
0: the first time. Oh, that was the highlight.
1: No, that was scary as hell. That was amazing. The first time Andre had ever lit fireworks. Listen, as a medical professional, you don't do that shit. Just don't do it. Do you know how many things I've seen in the emergency department with that? It was great. It's not what I'm ever... It was ever, awesome. It um, was a highlight of your life. No.
0: We will always look back. And, and I'm, I'm
1: never going to do it again. As a highlight.
0: With the Dudley but boys... But I did it once. ...surrounding you with extreme sparklers.
1: I was terrified for my life <laughs> and my skin. That was awesome. Uh, it, it's been cool.
0: Like, we've gotten to meet all these friends. Um, One of the friends that we got to meet were the Foxworthies. Yeah. Um, which... They've continued to be friends of ours and supported us and encouraged us. And mm. they ask such thoughtful questions. And and, and and I use that as an example. There's been so many people that um, they've opened their lives to us through this project. Mm-hmm. And that was a surprise. I still remember uh, when they, they came to our office and you know I'm like, these are busy people. And we kind of wrapped up the podcast. It went longer than normal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then they just kind of Wanted to hang out. And yeah, it was like I think they should leave, but they don't seem to want to leave.
1: Yeah, and that was like when Jeff made me friends. cry too. He made me cry in that, <laughs> that was, podcast. Yeah, I was, it was not prepared. Yeah, was, I was prepared to, to laugh, laugh to laugh. Yeah, and then I cried. Yeah, that was cool though. Um. Well, you've had a lot of embarrassing sex moments on oh. here. You know when Lori came. On, and oh my gosh, you started sweating. Well, it was like, like <sighs> pulling your jacket off, and you're like all red. She just, uh,
0: she's happy to talk about all the things.
1: Yes. And it was our first time we had a sex therapist on as well.
0: Yes. It was the first time we'd ever talked to a sex therapist, and it was on r- recorded live.
1: Yeah. It wasn't like we had been going to sex therapy or right. anything. It was like, First time ever.
0: <laughs> I, I sweat a lot in that
1: episode. Y'all, I you guys just... have been part of a lot of our first. So that yeah. was a first. Yes. And then the episode that I recorded us going to I counseling. This is the worst episode of the whole. The whole. Uh, the what? whole, the whole Kayla literally just said that was her favorite episode. I
0: know. So we were in the car and you just turned on our phone.
1: And I started recording and you. Asking me
0: all these questions about why I was nervous about going to.
1: Our counseling. first marriage counseling right. session together, yeah. And then now what? No big deal. We both see therapists. Yeah. We both see a marriage counselor. We both see our own people. I mean, no big deal, right? It's about normalizing it. Babe.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't really thinking about that 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 day. day.
1: You're like, what are you doing to me? Don't put that out there. I was like, oh, we're putting this out there.
0: <laughs> I think one of the funniest things is. All the episodes we've talked about sex it seems like there's always someone else in the room.
1: Oh yeah, we Whether just had a recent or one. Matt
0: or recently Latasha. Oh like there's someone else recording and then they hear us talking about and something. And
1: Latasha jumped in last or just one of our ago. sessions, yeah, and to do the recording cuz uh Kayla wasn't here. And it just went the couple just went right on into sex and And,
0: like, pornography and porn and all, and all this.
1: It was the wages. Yeah. The wages, that yeah. episode. And Latasha's eyes got like this big. She's gorgeous, young, single, just amazing. And her eyes got added. really big. Or
0: there's there's been and scenarios. Then you and
1: I had to just go with it and we're like staring <laughs> at her like, we're sorry. <laughs>
0: And there's scenarios where you and I have not agreed with things, and there's people in the podcast room with us also.
1: Right? Like I remember a couple times with
0: with Matt, who produces all of our podcasts. Yeah, there's been a couple times he kind of he's like, "Do you want me to leave? Yeah. Do you you guys need a minute? We're like, No, don't leave. You know." (laughs) And he's so (laughs) uncomfortable. So I'm. Do I have to
1: stay? You know, <laughs> he's like, but can I please leave?
0: <laughs> and then another moment that not everyone got to hear. But if you were there, it was a moment when we were releasing our book. We had a special guest that interviewed us and she didn't let us know any of the questions ahead of time. Oh, uh, but we I think we recorded this. Right? We, well, I think we ended up. Yeah, we, yeah recorded it. This, and we put it out. So we didn't know what she was going to ask us. So she had read our book and then she just asked. So she's like, you can't have the questions." And then one of the questions was. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your sex life right now?
1: And we were in front of a lot of people. It was, yeah. It like was, hundreds of people. <laughs> and it was like... Uh, we had to like look at each other and give a number. At with, the same time. At the she same made same us... Time. And she was like,
0: okay, on a count of three, say the number. And we, I think we both said... Seven or eight. I don't know what it was. I don't remember. Which was a which was a really good call. Like from both of us. <laughs> either way, if you ever ask that question, which no one will ever ask you that question, but if we ever ask, like we always either have to say a seven or eight, even if it's not great. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Oh, you can, my I gotta God. be honest. But it was like whew, okay, I wasn't sure what she was gonna <laughs> say. We were
1: stressed. We were stressed.
0: But that was a that was a funny moment. We got a lot of comments from people about that.
1: Lots of comments. Lots of comments. Yes. Uh, Probably because they just saw us sweating bullets and were like, ha ha, that was hilarious. just (laughs) ask us that question? Well, so I would also say, let's go back to, I mean, this is six years ago. We're like different people, like who we were then, who we are now. Uh, Hang
0: on. I got to go backwards to the one to 10 question. I just had one more thought. What? Uh, I think it'd be funny. That's a, real, that's a really interesting dinner conversation Oh, friends. boy. I don't want to. You I'm like going to start that. bringing that out. No. <laughs> that's so
1: uncomfortable well, and awkward. With right
0: friends. I'm saying the right friends. Wait, wait, hang on. We're supposed to be normalizing these things. And you're saying it's uncomfortable and awkward. Okay, we just you, had a conversation. I know, but you're
1: saying with the right friends. With the right friends. Okay, it's not just it's like, like
0: casual. Not like. This isn't like icebreaker conversations that's what I felt. with like strangers. Like you were saying- <laughs> But, like,
1: (laughs) if you had a close friend... A good friend.
0: And you made the other couple... Oh, boy. ...answer that question, it would... I'm sure there would be some interesting conversations that followed.
1: All right. Are we going back to the next Yeah. So, where were
0: we when we started? That was the question?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And where are we today? Like, who we were then? Who we are now? What do you think?
0: Well, I was thinking about this. We were just getting out of a stage in life with our kids, where they were, you know, the one to five
1: stage. The littles, yeah.
0: Which is a very challenging stage for every couple. Yes. and Which caused us to start asking these questions, because it's just an enormous amount of time and expectations on the parents. And so hard. Yeah. And so you're just trying to get through that. And I think we started this project at the end of that season. And then... Because we were like, we don't know if we're going to make it. This was freaking hard, and we've talked to a lot of people in the middle of that season, also that it's just, it's just challenging. The expectations on parents are everything, and it's like
1: physically exhausting too.
0: Yeah. So our season of of life is very different now. Um, I think, though, on the topic, it's just in relationships in general. We're just way more informed. I mean, we used all these interviews. I mean, we went to counseling ourselves, but this turned into counseling and education for us. Mm, so we're different people than we are, than we were five years ago.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think I have, I mean, on a personal level, I know myself better today than I did when we began this. Mm-hmm. Um, and come to grips with who I am, the good parts and the not good parts. I don't, mm-hmm. Not good, but I don't know if that's the right way to say it. But when I think about back then, I, I used to just use this term, I'm stressed or whatever, but I actually know how to identify words to use that explain my anxiety and how to handle that, how to communicate that with you, um, mm-hmm. and how to how to communicate needs and desires I have to I, I I didn't have that five years ago.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you went for some extensive... Therapy, you went yep. to onsite um, for that because you we, you just needed more tools, you I needed, needed help, and I think that has transformed you in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah,
0: I think both of us we didn't know this, we didn't use this language back then, but you kind of use this term: a healthy me leads to a healthy we.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Can you explain that?
1: Yeah, I just, I think that if somebody in the relationship is not healthy, then the relationship is probably not going to be healthy. So both of us need to be healthy in our mental health and our, you know, things like that to be able to lead to a healthier relationship. And that's not to say that everything is perfect. I mean, I've gone through like a real dark period of time lately too since COVID and like a lot of depression and things like that. So it's not like, I'm not saying that in the sense of like, only if you're healthy, will this work? I'm not saying that. I'm saying I was very depressed. It was a really hard season of life and I was working hard to try to get help. And that desire to be healthy and knowing that it was like severely impacting you and impacting us, you know? Uh, Yeah. And me. I mean, personally.
0: I think if you went backwards, when we started this, we were thinking a lot about how to care for our kids in the midst of everything. And I do think over the last five years, we've learned to care for ourselves Mm -hmm. first. Yes. In all its forms. Right. And then out of that, we can serve others, including our kids and each other. Yeah, for sure. That's not how we saw the world before.
1: That's not how we started. No, not at all. I don't think we put ourselves as a priority first in that way.
0: What other ways are you different today than when we began?
1: Well, I think you know we talk a lot about versions of ourselves and things like that but i think one of the things i've realized with the versions of ourselves thing is that like it's not this clean line where it's like oh who i was 6 years ago is not who i am now discard that person that yeah that person and move forward with this new person that person is still a part of me And so it's a lot like, um, I was thinking about it, like a nesting doll. Have you seen those? They're like little dolls that get bigger and bigger and bigger and and you put them inside each other. Yeah, It's like each one is still part of that doll, but it's like a newer version of that doll, you know, a bigger, more expanded version. And so I kind of am thinking about all my previous versions in that way. And like, it all matters. It's
0: still part of who you are. Right. It's part of your story.
1: Exactly. And it all matters. but. It's just not what you're seeing on the outside anymore. Like that outside nesting doll, you know, version. So... Did you just introduce a new metaphor? I don't know. Uh, you're not I've really... I've probably heard it from somewhere and I'm... I don't know. I'm just... I've been thinking about That's it in really that way. really fascinating. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've been thinking about it in that way. And then the other thing I was... You know, as I was saying before with like depression and uh, grief. Like... I don't think I truly understood grief. I have a lot of patients I take care of that are grieving. I have a lot of people that I take care of, but I've never like, and people have died in my family, things like that, but I don't think I've fully experienced grief like I have. Um, Yeah, and it's like, uh, it's the great interrupter. It, you literally cannot move forward the same in life um, when grief is there, which is good and hard and bad and all the things all together is probably just good and hard. Um, and absolutely nobody wants that. Absolutely nobody wants that in their life. And we probably, if I'm honest, we probably all try to avoid it in some ways, right? And imagine that we'll be fine and things will be okay. And our bodies will always be okay like this. like, Or, you know, our kids will always be with us. Or our parents and our grandparents are these people. Um, but I just, I don't think that that's true or honest. Um... And I think that somehow in some way, like even though it's not what anybody wants to go through, grief has like transformed me in some way and maybe just more compassionate towards myself, towards others. um, It's like opened me, like opened my heart. It softened me. I don't know. It's it's a way that it's changed me that, like, nothing else has been able to change me before. And yet, I wouldn't wish it on anybody. Like, yeah, it's not like I'm like, oh, please give me more lemons, you know, to turn to lemonade, what everybody says. Like, no, I'm literally fucking done with all the lemons. I'm done with all the death and grieving. Like, I don't want any more. And I don't want any more lemonade. I don't want any more of any of it. But and yet, and yet, there's nothing else that's changed me like this.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I think that could play out in a lot of different forms for listeners. Like over the last five years, we have gone through hard storylines, right? That we've Mm -hmm. lived through. And sometimes it's led to sadness or anger or frustration or, you know, grief or. And we've interviewed people about those things, whether that's divorce or kids being bullied or um, kids not being who you thought they'd be. Mm-hmm. Um, and all those things have shaped who we are today. And they will be part of your story. Yeah. Like, it's all fine until it's not, right? <laughs> and then and mm-hmm. then you have a different outlook on life because of it and relationship and family.
1: But somehow that version of you in the future is everything that you need to be. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, um, there's this quote that I've heard before. It was like, let me fall if I must fall. The one I will become will catch me. So it's just this idea that like, However hard it is at this exact moment, like that person that you're going to become is exactly who you're going to be and who will sustain you and carry you. And somehow I think it's true.
0: This isn't in our notes, but I was just thinking. I do feel like... Our podcast has been like this, uh, it's made us refocus over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. On each other, because it's like, we can't get on the air and not be like...
1: Looking at each other.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So like in the future, like if I'm like, hey, can we just record a podcast? That's like a secret sign of like... We need to check him <laughs> I think.
1: I think that's good. We'll,
0: we'll get on the microphones. We'll
1: come into our little podcast room yeah. and just pretend we're recording. Oh, my God. It's
0: <laughs> the stupidest thing ever. But it kind of has worked for us the last it's five really years. It's really worked for us
1: for five years. I don't know how we're going to let it go.
0: Oh. All right. So, we did all the research. Did all, I mean... Wrote a book. Did all this stuff. What? What did? What did we learn? What did we find? What were our... What are, like, the tips, tricks? I remember oh, the first episode, Lord. like, Jeff, we will not have tips and tricks.
1: I don't like this part. So you go ahead and you tell me what you think because <laughs> this is not me.
0: Well, it is you. You you, and I have both had some big findings through this. Because people ask us, well, well, what, well, what's the answer? We'll get to there in a second. Blah. But um, I think one thing is, like, we brought up a topic that a lot of people feel but haven't had people to talk about it with. I think that's like, we're on the front edge of this, and this is going to be a tension for a long time going forward. So that's one thing. And I think, I think I believe that because of the people that have been on the journey with us and we've heard from. Um, and then all the hard topics that we've unpacked. It's amazing how many people want to talk about it, but don't ha- don't talk about it with anybody. I mean, I think, and I'll and I'll say this on the podcast clearly. Sex. Everyone has questions mm-hmm. and wants to talk about it, mm-hmm. and it shows because every time we talk about it, our ratings spike. All you people listen. <laughs> I mean, it's it quantitatively, it's like. The most Be, not, not to. even
1: not, Ten times. Yeah. It's not even like close. Yeah. So it's like, okay. It's like the most famous person that we have and then they don't talk about sex. And, and it's like, not listened it's to. It's not listened it to. It doesn't <laughs> matter.
0: If they talk about sex, it spikes to the top. Doesn't matter who it is. So that's something we didn't, I don't think we really knew. I think, you know, we probably knew that it, it was, there's topics that are needed to talk about but people don't talk about. So, that was really interesting for us to learn. Because um, because honestly, that first time we talked with Lori, I was so nervous. Oh, is this, is this a, what how, what are people going to think? And it was like, what they thought was, give me more. Like at the end of the day, like they want to <laughs> talk more about it. Um, So that was interesting. And then clearly, people don't go to counseling or therapy. That was like from our research was something that was extreme. Only 8% of all the people we researched had ever been to counseling, and it's true with our story, we hadn't before mm-hmm. before this whole project. And most people go when they are at a crisis. At a crisis, and but so I will like,
1: say, I mean, I mean, we literally also have a big mental health problem. We do in society today, and culture, and we don't have enough therapy. It's too right. expensive. There's, There's issues with it. There's so much that it's like, this isn't, I don't, I would not blame like the listeners or the people there. I'm like, this is a systemic societal problem that needs to have more access and be more available to people who need it. And so there's my two bits.
0: Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to find a counselor. It's hard to find a therapist. It's hard to get time and it's super expensive. All those things are true. Um, But it is a finding that we had. Mm -hmm. So if we could encourage anyone, like, I I remember, I forget who we talked to. Somebody told us in one of the interviews that, um, this might've been on the side. There is a, a parent that had offered to their kid who was getting married, like, Hey, for the next year, we will pay for your counseling for the first year of marriage.
1: Oh yeah. I thought that was like, and that was like, that was one of the coolest things. I I was
0: like. I had never heard of anyone. What what a thing to offer your child!
1: I'm going to offer this to you so you can unpack all the bad things I did that to you. <laughs> I did
0: to you, and it affected your next relationship.
1: Yep, that was a really interesting. Let's put that note to self for our future children. Totally. All right. What are our? F- what are your top? What are your
0: favorite top favorite, top three Maybe favorite top episodes? Favorite episodes. Episodes.
1: Um. Well, so first of all, I I really loved um, the love and loss, a dialogue on divorce mm-hmm. episode yeah. with Aaron and Allie. Um, Aaron recently got remarried. Yeah, and I just loved that perspective. I'm like, why the fuck are we not listening to people who are divorced? We need they have there's so much wisdom and so much that we need to hear and listen to that it really just it matters and it was such a good podcast it was so good they were so honest and I loved it um the other one I loved was our transgender episode with Alyssa and Andrea and we got a lot of heat on that one we got a lot of heat but I loved it it was (sighs) probably my most Andre
0: loves to cause strife in my life oh my goodness
1: (laughs) that's not my purpose. Or intent, but you but find joy in it. It is exciting. <laughs> um, but I thought that one was like one of the most educational. Like I learned the most in that podcast, yeah. probably than any other podcast I've ever done. And um, And there's just something to learning from somebody different than you. And then the other thing I would say, which is not a podcast, but one of the most fun things that I did was uh, Christina Minio and I, who she's just such a great friend. We did these um sex talks. They were like live Instagram things. So it is on our Instagram and it is under like sex talk or whatever so you can see them. But we just took questions from people and just had fun and talked. And I just... That was one of the most fun things I did. Just you and like Christina
0: cre- should create your own podcast after.
1: Oh, her and I would have some serious fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what about you?
0: What were yours? Well, a couple of them I've already we've talked about in this episode. The Fox Ray one was a special one for me. Um, I mean Christina and Andy Minio. Um, I mean, it was a we laughed so much in that episode. Uh, yeah. Laughed
1: so, much and there was laugh. lots of sex talk there too. There's
0: a lot. Um, and then I originally thought Lori, but I'm going to, I'm going to. Lori, who, Lori, Lori Watson, Watson, the sex therapist. Yeah. yeah. My most loved, most hated episode. <laughs> I think I probably benefited more from that episode than any other.
1: Oh, okay. How about then. that? I, I agree. <laughs> uh, we've had
0: so many good ones. What a, What, what a were, cool you gonna, were you going to,
1: were you going to add a different one? Yeah.
0: Trip and Hannah Crosby, I think, was one of the most oh, authentic conversations we had. That was of really all good. of them. That um, was. I thought really good. Trip was extremely vulnerable, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I really appreciate them as friends and 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 people. We had that to lived like. We way.
1: literally had to press pause, to, and all of us had to get so our stuff together because we yeah. were like sobbing, like yeah. crying, crying. It was a complicated that was one. probably one of the first ones that we've had to like completely stop. Um, But it was so good. Y'all got to go back and listen to these. I'm telling you, they're the best ones.
0: All right. So how has our relationship changed from this whole project? Oh,
1: I don't like this question.
0: I feel feel like it's gotten...
1: It's just changed everything. Changed everything.
0: I mean, it gave us language. It gave us education. It gave us things to talk about. And mean, we talk about this stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. It gave us perspective like so interesting when you when you see a problem in someone else's relationship, it's way easier to talk about it in your own, right. where um, it doesn't feel like you're pointing at the other person. Um, I think
1: it was a lot of too like forward thinking in parenting. I mean, we had a lot of like people like with teens and older kids and all these. it was just it was a good perspective on future, Things that will be coming right mm-hmm. um, in our lives, and and that a lot of times we just don't think about because you're so in the moment, and there's so much going on, and you're just busy. Yeah, you don't think about like, whoa, we have five years till our child graduates, or oh, you know, what are we going to do when the kids are out of the house, or you know, all these things that I think we, and at that time also, I, I remember one episode we did on like. Um, which we probably shouldn't go back and listen to. Mm. But it was the one Ages, on... Ages
0: and stages or something?
1: No, it was like um, screens and... Oh, yeah, yeah, technology. Technology and, yeah. And, With and teenagers, yes. And our kids were so little that we weren't even thinking about We're oh, like, okay. Now I'm like, oh, my goodness.
0: Get these it, kids off
1: the screen. Yeah. Will they ever talk to me again? Yeah, now we need to yeah. go back. So... I just think those future thinking was really helpful. I think I think the premise
0: for listeners on this is every relationship is different. Mm. And yet you can learn something from every relationship. So if there's anyone in your life that you're like, "Hey, I would love to hear their love story." Invite them to dinner. Have d- at your house, wherever. Like and ask. Him and ask them some questions about how start with how did you fall in love? And you you ask that question to anyone and it turns into a two-hour conversation. It's oh, yeah. crazy.
1: And it's wonderful. It's wonderful.
0: All right. So what are you proud of? Are you proud of this project?
1: Yes. Yeah? I'm proud of um our moments of bravery. Let's put it that way. Um One moment of bravery was in the very beginning. I don't know if you remember this, but we had the idea of how we were going to write this book. Yeah. And that we were going to write it from both our points of view. Yeah. And our agent told
0: us that it'd never work.
1: Yeah. So me one chapter, you one chapter, because literally there aren't any marriage books written like this. Right. And which is crazy because all men write marriage books and nobody listens to women, all, I guess.
0: They're all written by, white by men. men and then they put a pink cover on it so women
1: will buy it. Right. And then they just like put one quote. I'm literally from... not overgeneralizing. No. It's true. And they'll put like a quote from their wife. Yeah. I'm like, that's bullshit. So my thing was that our agent, our everybody told us that books are not written like this and it won't sell and it won't work. <laughs> And I just, I'm really proud that we were brave. And we like stuck to our guns on it. And we said, okay, well, we think it needs to be written this way. And we still did it. Mm. What about you?
0: I mean, I've, I I was thinking about this. I've created a lot of things in my life. Like that's like my You're an idea guy. An idea person. So
1: many projects you've done. So many.
0: Yeah. And... And I'm proud of a lot of them, but some of them didn't work. I don't know that I'm more proud of a project I've ever done.
1: Are you serious? Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. That is a surprise to me.
0: I'm not proud of every element of it. Like, I think there's things I would have done different. And we learned and grew and all those types of things. I wish... There's things I could have tweaked or whatever we could have tweaked. But when you think about, like... For me, even as like a person that trains other people about launching projects and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we saw a problem that we felt. We did something about it. And it wasn't just like in a weekend. We spent six years Mm. doing this. And we did it to the best and fullest that we possibly could. And we're ending it well and able to celebrate it. And look at all the people that have been impacted by it and not even know. I mean, most of the people we don't know because this is a podcast. We don't know who listens. But I think it really helped people hmm. and to help me. Yeah. So I'm really proud.
1: I have one more thing I'm proud of. I am proud of standing very firm on my belief that we can learn from all people. Mm-hmm and especially those in our society that get pushed to the margins and those from minority perspectives. And I believe that their voices deserve to be heard, and I will always uh, stand and be an ally for, in whatever way I can with whatever privilege I have. And we have this privilege of this podcast and you were very stressed out about some of the things that I stood firm on and I'm just, I'm actually really proud that I did. Yeah, me too. I think we can learn from everybody and anyone. I agree. And we should.
0: All right. So if you're hearing all this, somebody for this podcast to you, here's the deal. Listen, before we get to our final thoughts on this. We have written a book on this. If you haven't read the book, like it's on Amazon. Look up Love or Work. You can learn about all of our research. You can hear the two perspectives.
1: Um, All of our crazy stories. All of our
0: crazy stories. There's a book. There's a video series you can download at loveorwork.com. Um, and that you could watch as a couple if this could be helpful to you. I don't know where you're at in your journey. They're like quick videos quick that videos you're supposed to be able to like, like watch before each. a date night or yep. something to kind of
1: spur conversation. Mm-hmm.
0: We have 170 plus free podcasts on the internet. that will always be there. They're there.
1: And also for you share them with sure. somebody that you know that you think it would be a great resource to them.
0: We have some great videos on YouTube. Andre didn't even know we have vid- videos on YouTube, but no. apparently we
1: have videos on YouTube. I didn't know we had a YouTube account. We
0: have an Instagram feed with a ton of thoughts that we've learned over the years. And I say all that to kind of go, our our work on this project is done, but we've gifted all this to all of you to learn from. And it's, for your friends that are wrestling through it's this. It's
1: out there it's in out there. the ether world.
0: Yeah. And it's not perfect. We kind of all have always taken the perspective. We're not the experts, but we're the learners. And and so we wanted to share all that with you. So just know it's all out there. It will stay out there. Share it, please, with anyone that needs it. All right. So what's the big ultimately the big question, Andre? Oh, boy. Is it possible to change the world, stay in love and raise a healthy family? What are your final thoughts on this question? Oh, boy.
1: This is so stressful. Um. I will just say that I think ultimately it's all about intention. So, do I intend to grow with and towards this person in a loving and a healthy way? And then that's one question. And am I becoming a healthier and better version of myself with this person? If both those answers are yes, then. I need to intentionally put in the work. There's nothing that's just going to, it doesn't just like happen. It doesn't just fall into place. And um, it has to, there has to be intention towards that Mm -hmm. in whatever way this you need to do. Whether that's therapy or date nights or this or that or time or just like actually looking at the person in the eye and listening, like whatever it is. It doesn't, every person is different. But and if not, like if this is not a healthy relationship and you're not growing and this is not a good thing, then that needs to be reevaluated. And you need to decide if this is what you, maybe it needs to be let go. And I'm okay with that too. I'm not sitting here and pushing marriage and relationships on people. I'm putting, I'm encouraging healthy ones mm-hmm. with intentionality. That's good. What about you?
0: Well, in all of our research, it was insanely positive that everybody said yes.
1: Oh, everybody's like so optimistic.
0: Everybody's so optimistic. 95 plus percent of all people that you ask anywhere, they'll say, yeah, oh, it's possible. But when you actually look at the statistics, like half of marriages are not going to work. So let's just start there. Half of the, the <laughs> really. So that's you got a 50 percent chance of that. Yeah. And then assuming both of you trying to find your purpose, not most people don't find their purpose in life, I feel like. So that's really even less. Some people don't have kids. I mean, like, there's like there's so many there's like level upon level upon level upon level of challenge in this question.
1: And complexity. And complexity.
0: So, like, actually, the likelihood of all those things happening is Probably.
1: so small. Probably very slim. Which
0: I'm the most positive person on the whole topic. I can't right? believe
1: how negative you're being right now.
0: And <laughs> I'm not being negative. I'm just like, when I've really unpacked over You're actually over time, being
1: a realist oh, like God. me? What is happening? Maybe that's what's Andre, transformed. I did not
0: talk during your <laughs> summation, for the record.
1: Sorry. Please
0: let me say something. So, So when I've really pondered it, I'm like... You know, everyone pushes back a little bit on is it possible to even change the world? That's a great question, you know. But I I personally think it is possible. Is it possible to stay in love? I mean, there's times that I haven't I've I have have not liked you, right? But I have stayed in love with you through through all these seasons.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the health of our kids and the progress of our kids, that's a whole nother thing that we're wrestling through. Literally, constantly. we
1: have no control over. Yeah, we know.
0: So It's a complicated question. I came up with this question I I wrote the question and then you were like, all right, let's do this. But like, I think I asked a question that was pretty extreme. And I say all that Mm -hmm. to kind of go, if that's the expectation of our life, that's a tough place to start. But I really, I do believe that we all have reasons for existence and we have gifts that we can contribute to the world. So I believe that. And I try every day to help people find that.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: like what I've, it's I what think, you do. that's what I do. That's what I give my life to. So I have to believe in that, number one. And I believe my relationship with you is the greatest relationship that I've had in my life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And does it make it easy? No. Mm-hmm. Has it made me a better man and human? 100%.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: now every relationship can't answer it that way I'll be honest of people mm-hmm. we've talked to over the years and, and stories we've had to walk alongside not everyone can answer it that same way um, but for me it has been possible and I had to I, I, I don't I think I've changed my view in the last five years of like how much I value your purpose that is one thing like I knew you were good at stuff oh thank you i'm being real like i'm hey i'm being really honest, i know but i was a lot more selfish five and ten years ago mm-hmm. and 20 years ago i thought a lot more about myself and i think now i really care about what you're giving your life and time to mm. and your abilities and i want people to experience that and so I think those are things that we've had to to learn along the way. Did I answer the question?
1: I don't know, but
0: I think it's hard. I think it's really hard. <laughs> I think it's really hard to yeah. do all these things. And I, and for people that don't do it, I, that can't can't maintain that level of commitment, I get it. Like there's
1: also like not one way, right? Right. I mean, and there's also seasons. I mean, there's some seasons. It's like. The kids are the priority because there's really hard things happening. And then there's some seasons that we are the priority because we're have whatever it is with us. And you know, I mean, there's just just waxes and wanes and flows. And yeah.
0: I would say yes, it's possible. Is it probable? I don't think so.
1: Hmm. Yeah. He finally became a realist, ladies and gentlemen. He finally became a realist. Um, The other thing I want to um, say, you you put on here the secret of making it work. What's the secret?
0: Yeah, you tell me.
1: (laughs) Oh, like, what is this question? (laughs) I think our secret. These are all these, like, self-help questions that I like. What's the secret? Give me I th- the five steps. Do
0: you want to know what I think our secret is to maintaining all of it? What? Or to still being together after 20 years? What? I think our Tell secret me, sauce... Tell me, because I
1: need to know.
0: <laughs> I think you and I, and our secret sauce is, we are not willing to, to let something go. When you and I are in conflict, we're actually at our best.
1: Like our stubbornness.
0: Our stubbornness, like where it's like something's not working and one of us is not willing to let it just slide. Right. Like we will address it. We will address it. Mm. And so many couples we interact with push those things off to the side. Mm. And then it leads to resentment, frustration, and ultimately an end of the relationship. Mm. That is our secret sauce. And I don't know if that works for everybody. But I do know if there's tension in your relationship and you're not talking about the real issues in some capacity, it's not going to work out.
1: Yeah. And with that, I think that there has to be like an honesty with every part of ourselves. Mm. So like there's no hiding things Mm -hmm. and there's no like secret things that I might have thought or think or feel for, you know, and never bring it up to you um and that can be some tough conversations yes yeah. and they have been tough conversations yeah. with us. For but we
0: sure. I think I used to I used to think that you didn't really want to know what I wanted. And now you might not want to give me what I want, but you want to know what I'm thinking and what I want and and so we're willing and vice versa. And that's Mm -hmm. made our relationship like way deeper Mm -hmm. to be able to communicate what we need, what we want, what we desire, our frustrations to one another. Mm -hmm. That has been our secret sauce to how we have lived to date.
1: Yes. And then I think the other thing I was thinking about is that every day we get to do this again if we want to. Like we can like reset, we can change, we can edit. And so even if something has been working for 20 years, we can look at each other and be like, guess what? This isn't working. We need, to, we need to reset. Yeah. And we need to change something. And we give ourselves that permission like all the time. And that can be with our jobs. That can be with, I mean, that can be with big, big things. Mm-hmm. Or it can all go all the way to the little things of like, you know what? I just need you to pick up the kids from right. school you know so like it's really like it can be sometimes. like really small yeah. but then it can also be like really big mm-hmm. and i think we're not afraid of any of those edits like we're like okay you want to get a new job okay let's figure that out you know whatever it is so um and everyone if you're along this
0: journey with us you've been along this journey you've heard us talk about this before Everyone needs help sometimes.
1: Mm, yeah. Everyone. We like all need each other. We this. need each
0: other. Like mm-hmm. we could not have lasted the last five years if we didn't have people helping us.
1: Without 170 episodes helping us.
0: Right. So you're going to need help and you need to, you're going to need to ask someone to help you in some capacity.
1: Or you might need to listen to a podcast to help you. Or you might need to go to therapy. Or you might need to have a friend that you go on a walk with. Or you might need somebody in your neighborhood to pick up your kids after school.
0: Actually, we need to talk about that for next week. (laughs) Um, Logistics. And the thing that you have taught me is this idea of falling in love with the next version of your partner. Mm -hmm. This is something we didn't, we did not have words to explain this when we began this project. But that... Yeah. is something we will talk about forever yes is and that's a choice are you going to fall in love with the next version of your partner
1: mm-hmm. yeah are you choosing intentionally choosing this next version
0: uh do you have any last thoughts
1: well I think we have a lot of thank yous yeah I mean we needed help to do this first of all, I'm not even on Instagram or social media or YouTube, obviously, because I didn't know there was a YouTube. Yeah. So we needed so much help because I don't do the social media things and I don't do the things anymore. And so we have had people do our Instagram for us, mm, McLean, Kayla's helped. We've Listen, had
0: Kayla has had to. Schedule way more of this project than and has learned more things about our lives than she probably ever
1: desired to know. And she scheduled, (laughs) you know how hard it is to schedule four people. Four people who are working all for one podcast is so hard. And she has done it with like grace and kindness and all the things. Even in COVID when we had to like switch and we were recording in our freaking living room and got a dog and kids all in the house i mean this has been a long journey and she has been our rock through the
0: whole thing so grateful for her
1: matt owens
0: who's edited so many episodes
1: almost all and he also which i will say Literally sat for over 12 hours. <laughs> Listening to us read our book. R- recorded us reading our book on audio. So if you only read books or, I mean, don't read books and only listen, um, we also have Lover work on audio, which is our voices the whole time through. And he sat for like two or three days. I mean, days. that was
0: literally probably the most boring thing that anyone could do.
1: And he did that. He did it. With so much and kindness
0: do you, do you remember uh, do you remember Kevin Jennings old, he was like way in the, was beginning. With us the beginning he at the beginning he recorded so many episodes with us Brooke Hempel from Barna did all the research with us Michaela Jelen she she did all of our initial branding which set an awesome tone for what we did McLean was involved in social media the last couple of years I mean I have to say thank you to all of the people we interviewed you made this project what it is right
1: Their vulnerability and openness and grace towards us was wonderful.
0: All the financial supporters that surprised us along the journey. I can't even.
1: Listen, and we did this for five years with not a single ad. Yo. So you better listeners be grateful for our financial supporters because we didn't give you any ads.
0: And as the nonprofit leader, feel free to support Plywood People if you're interested. Right. This helped your marriage in any way possible. <laughs> or your relationship. I like help her to the you no know out. And yeah. Jeff
1: was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh,
0: Airstream gave us all that stuff without. an Airstream. Yeah. And athletes. Brittany Toms for setting that up and getting us going on this whole project, instigating it. I mean, all of you listeners listeners that have been with us and listened to us ramble for so many years about nothing and about all the debates about Andre's plants in our house, thank you for sticking with us all these
1: years. (laughs) They love me. They love me and my plants, just Um, like you do.
0: And our launch team for the book and the pre-reading people we walk through. I mean, we have so many people to thank. This project happened because of all of you.
1: In a community.
0: In a community. And we hope that it was an encouragement for you.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm gonna cry, you guys. We're in here with Kayla, and I can't do this. I like don't really want to say goodbye. Okay, we ready?
0: That's the final Final episode episode of of Love or or
1: Work. Work. This episode was recorded by Matt Owen for Soul Graffiti Productions.